0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Forrest Gump, mama said, life was like a box of chocolates. My mama told me, go to school, get your doctorate. Something to fall back on when you can profit with. But still supported me when I did the opposite. Now I feel like there's things I gotta get. Things I gotta do just to prove to you, you was getting through. Can the choir please give me a verse of, you are so beautiful to me. Can't you see? you like a book of poetry, Maya Angelou, Nikki Giovanni, Turn One Page, and There's My Mommy. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Saturday morning feedback show, Mm -hmm. and uh, for premium people, you'll also get your review of Planet of the Apes today. Dim Apes. And with special guest Chris Lambert, so we're always working. always got something brewing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but uh, yeah, man, um, this is the Blackout Tips podcast. You can find us at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, blackouttips.com. dot com. All those places. Just go to the BlackoutTips dot uh, com or wherever and look us up. And you know, like leave five star reviews and all that stuff. That's what this show is about. All the people that take the time out to communicate with us and let us know how they feel. Um, we get to commune with you guys. Yes, we do. Um, let's give a shout out to all the people who donated because you can go to com. In the right-hand column, there's a donation thing. You can sign up for that. Or you uh-huh. can go become a premium member if you want to do that. Yes. Um, so a bunch of stuff you can do there, but this is for the people who donated. Let's give them their shout outs. Um, Trojan Scooter writes in, here is a token of appreciation for me, thanks to your show, Whenever I ask my girlfriend, what you have been listening to? She replies, I love me some Karen or Rod is a fool in a funny, cool way, of course. Thank you. No problem. Thank you for the one-time donation.
2: Thank you, sweetie.
1: Brina H., recurring donator. Thank you very much, Brina. Mm-hmm. One-time donate donation from John W. Thank you, John. We appreciate you, bro. Yes, you do. Uh, Tabitha M, recurring donator. Thank you very much, Tabitha. Thank you. The tickler, Corey, he hit us with that recurring donation. Mm-hmm. Official first time uh, recurring donator, Conrad, he hooked us up. Thank you, sweetie. Yolanda W, one time donation. Thank you very much for putting in on this, Yolanda.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Lucy A, recurring donator. Thank you, Lucy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Sable Designs hit us with that recurring donation. Thank you very much, Sable.
2: Yes. Sable
1: Designs. Uh, Keith R. Thank you very much, Keith. Recurring donator, Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy Richardson. Thank you very much. J, uh, J Rich. Always out here dunking on fools. damian Jackson. Who I am for, for real. real. Recurring donation. Uh, Marlena A. Recurring donator. Shirley Wong, Esquire. Please say the Esquire. You better. Recurring donation. Uh, Kelly C. Hit us with that recurring donation. Thank you very much, Kelly. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you. And uh, that's it for this week. A ton of people, though. There's a lot of people, man. Everybody was hooking us up this week. We appreciate it. Uh, You know, we always could use the help, and it keeps the pirate ship afloat, as uh, Adam Carolla would say. Yes. Um, So uh, let's talk about um, the people that left five-star reviews. Okay, guys? You left them on iTunes. You left them on Stitcher. We're going to read them as long as they're what five stars, five stars only mm-hmm. Mr. two wiggles says smart and funny. Nothing better than ch- the chat room on Guess The race five stars. Thank you for that five star iTunes review. Yes. We appreciate you. Uh, Geoff or uh, Jeff from DC says this podcast is great, but can may, but can may one face hurt and look insane on the bus. I guess he means can make one's face hurt. Ah, I'm assuming so. Hey, Rod and Karen. I put Karen. Oh, wait. Hey, Karen and Rod. I put Karen first because F that dude who called in to talk trash about Karen. I love her laugh. And yes, Rod's beard too. It is the greatest thing ever, ever, ever. I found this podcast through Twib, and it's amazing and hilarious. It is not Twib, but why would I listen to another show that is just like the other one I love? Exactly. There's all kinds of shows for people to go enjoy. Uh, yeah. in a different way we come in all shapes sizes and colors when it comes to podcasting mm-hmm. i just love the way rod and can talk about stuff i see in my facebook news feed in their own way it is uh a take on things that's hilarious and makes me think i laugh so hard while listening on the bus and work each day that my jaw hurts by the time i get to work also on the bus i must look insane as i laugh like crazy to myself on the ride and while i talk about my trip to the bus on the bus listening to the tbgwt can be dangerous as a white guy, no thanks needed, who accidentally sings along with the game show theme music. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be careful on the bus doing that one. I'm just fucking with them black people. Oh wait, hold on. I'm oh, oh no, well. I'm not fucking with you. No, I'm, I'm not. not. They are. They yeah. The oh, people in the article. Oh the God. Oh god. Oh, god. <laughs> My favorite segment is Dem Thrones, but all of it is great. Thanks for the great shows. I hope I can donate soon. In the meantime, you are valued and very appreciated. I have a lot of stress in life as a disabled combat vet- veteran, but shows like this help a lot, even with random G off with a G, Jeff, it's random Jeff shade. It's not your fault, Jeff. I just mm-hmm. think people named Jeff are assholes because their parents, uh, name them that. It's not, you it's didn't not pick your name. Fault. Yeah. I mean, if, if you could pick a name, it probably it
2: wouldn't have been I yet.
1: mean, now you would say you would pick Jeff, but you know, we, we know the truth. <laughs> Th- thanks so much for making my life a little easier. Jeff P.S. What is the deal with the official weapon sport of the show? Or do I need to go premium and listen to back shows? Well, you do know the deal with the, um, official weapon, uh, the official sport of the show now. Unofficial sport of the show yeah. now. Uh, the official weapon, uh, we just decided tasers was better than guns one day. Right.
2: We it was it's like, like was, would you rather get electricity or this hot bullet?
1: Yeah, if we have more people getting tased, we'd have less people dying.
2: Right, You know, from being shot.
1: We can just convince the NRA to turn to, like, the NTA. We might have a chance to save right. some lives. Right,
2: because you might can survive. You can still die from a taser, but odds of you surviving kind of increase
1: mm-hmm. versus getting shot righteous is right rights i hate all this podcast goodness five stars <laughs> just kidding i just wanted to troll for once all of the content you provide is, is, is insightful and funny i try so hard to listen live because i love the interaction but i live in an earlier time zone listen to podcasts at work and it gets me through my day i went premium to support you guys and li- and to listen to balls deep keep up the good work well, i'm glad you uh went premium we appreciate that hopefully uh you enjoy what you're hearing mm-hmm. and um yeah thank you for leaving a five star review you know that's the thing i don't care if you're uh like that's the thing no matter how you listen to the show if there's a way to like hook us up through the five star review on itunes or stitcher we appreciate it because maybe you don't want to or don't have the money to or aren't able to like for whatever reason to become a premium subscriber right you can always leave a five-star review. It helps to show out, you know, in a great way. Also, mm-hmm. all cost it costs is some of your time, you yep. know? Um And I know that time is precious, but uh like I said, you know, we like to think that if we can put out so much content to entertain people that, you know, uh, they they would, you know, hook us up with a five-star review every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, iTunes is once, you only got to do it one time and then you never have to do it again because you can only do once. So.
2: And then let you create another account.
1: Right. Uh, SMH by Bulletballer five stars.
2: <laughs> hey, guys,
1: this is my first review. I found this podcast completely by accident and I absolutely love it. I love them thrones and that blood. Whoa, somebody loves that blood. <laughs> well, God bless you. <laughs> I read all the books for both series. I read all the books for both series, and I hate those readers who try to spoil things or complain. Well, the book is better. Your explanations of both keep me rolling on the floor laughing at times. I love your take on the news and your commentary on pop culture and politics is the best. I don't know what is going on with people attacking Karen lately. She is the best, and fifty percent of the reason I'm writing this review is so I'll so mm -hmm, so I'll hear her say thank you, sweetie.
2: Yes, thank you, sweetie.
1: To this review, and I'll just die planning on becoming a premium subscriber really soon because i want to hear dim thrones from the beginning and all the other awesome podcasts you guys have going keyword the good work and you uh, both are a serious inspiration well thank you bullet baller thank you sweetie and appreciate the five stars and i think we started doing dim thrones last season
2: or the season before or the I...
1: season before like i want i want to say dim thrones goes back like three seasons maybe
2: yeah maybe i I think what you missed like the first one
1: uh, yeah i don't think we did the very first season some people want us to go back and do it but i feels weird because we know what happens so i don't i don't know maybe we'll try one time some
2: of it might be new to me but yeah but yeah because you watched all of it i missed some of it but
1: even by knowing what happened like you watch it now so you know what what happened to the characters later on you know that like that dude ain't around something happened to him
2: oh okay
1: but maybe we'll give it a try one day Two great voices, one stellar show by Rolanda L. A plus plus. Ryder Karen are irreverent and hilarious. They deliver news, humor, wretchedness, and truth flawlessly. Be sure to give this show a listen. You'll thank yourself. Thank you, Rolanda. Mm-hmm, thank you. Um, and then this next five star review says, "Rolanda, I love you." By Old Man Sus. Thank you for introducing me to this podcast. Not to mention the countless other things that have made the last four and a half years with you were amazing. You have made me the luckiest, happiest person alive. Wow. Oh, what is going on with our five-star reviews? I know we
2: got a little sexy in there, didn't we?
1: Five stars of love up in this piece. Oh, Aww. man. Like, like, next one would be like, Rolanda and old man sus. What y'all got on? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Turn off okay. the lights. Um. Uh, light but, <laughs> but thank you. Uh, That's that awesome, man. Um. And then we got two five-star reviews on Stitcher. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you go use the Stitcher app, leave us a five-star review. Appreciate those people. Bird5050 says, five stars, love the show. Love the show, great content, keeps me going at 3 a.m., driving to work. Keep up the great work. Man, and that's a high wire act right there.
2: Yeah, that that 3 a.m. shift ain't no joke.
1: Show has to be good. This man, Bird5050, we put Bird5050 on the side of the road with with a boring show. We sure would. Anthony H says, well, if I can get my mic back right. Anthony H says five stars, listen here. Do you wish minorities would thank the white man for all that he has done for them? (laughs) Do you think Don Lemon has a ton of great ideas regarding race relations in America? Feel that southern African Americans learn to need to learn to talk less ethnically? Do you think that Obama should Benghazi? do you love drake kfc pepsi and getting a female host to stop talking with their own thoughts and feelings then this is the podcast for you <laughs> rod and karen are putting out high quality family friendly fun for all and especially good for listening to to at work to pass the time but only without headphones damn anthony trying to get some people fired <laughs> I know, right? welcome new listeners and i'm sorry that they let you go
2: i know right and also uh for those of you who want to tell everybody thank you because i know some people in the five-star reviews are about premiums just so you guys know i just put out a lip smacking good with randolph from three guys on he's a personal trainer and we have had a blast and so i want to thank everybody in advance uh for listening and thank you for the feedback for those people that have already uh listened to that and also like roger has said before Leaving a five-star review is absolutely free. It just takes a few minutes of your time, and we are very thankful to leave us a five-star review. Go to any Apple device, click in it, and uh, type in the Black Apple Tips, and up on the left-hand corner, uh, leave us a five-star review. Uh, and, and we actually got five stars with no reviews. We actually prefer a, like, a review on Kevin's and Emoticon or whatever it is. It just takes a few seconds out of your time, and it doesn't take a dime. And also, for those that leave reviews on Stitcher, you can also leave more than one five-star review on Stitcher. iTunes only limits it to, um... One time, because of the accounts. But for Stitcher, you can leave it per uh, episode. So we thank you for everybody that's going to do that. And also, if you are outside of the continental United States, for Stitcher, this doesn't matter, but for iTunes, let us know so we can read the five-star reviews, because iTunes is like, if you ain't the 50 states, we ain't worried about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. We had comments on the actual episodes and stuff. Let's get into those. Someone left a comment on Balls Deep sports, uh, and it was a tippy nomination. So I think I'll copy it and paste it to the other thread for the tippy nominations. But uh yeah, we have a tippy nomination thread, so if you guys wanna keep everything there, um uh, that helps. But yeah, uh-huh. they they wanted to nominate uh when the song went out, me and Justin sang the entire <sighs> Balls Deep Sports theme a cappella. Oh, that was classic. Yeah, he said it was terrible but funny as hell. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you aj because y'all memorized the song you hear so much she sang it every week i mean right we should, we yeah. should know the shit yeah i hope so linda brother said i want to nominate the praise the lord the bake praise the lord bakery sketch episode 737 is funniest moment um but keep in mind guys we need you to put the minute mark or else we won't be able to find these um these clips later like people are just telling us like oh this was funny but you're listening to the show, so just kinda put down like, okay, this is the minute mark, cause then I can edit it and we can hear the clip again whenever we do our funniest moments, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for um, you know, the year. Realest moment, Rod shutting no dude down for talking about his wife, don't fuck with Karen. Funniest moment, praise the Lord, bakery. I was walking down the street laughing. I know people thought I was crazy, if only they knew. But yeah, uh, we need those minute marks, guys. So, uh it's kinda useless to us that we don't have the minute marks but we do appreciate y'all leaving the five star i mean leaving the um commentary anyway mm-hmm. you know because uh, that's that's major um and let's see we put that out. and then uh miss christopher left um a comment i know y'all are over true blood but how y'all confused 1986 for 1886 yeah i did that the week before
3: because
1: <laughs> uh, eric's hair looked that stupid to me <laughs> I I really just was like, what is this? 1886, when Pam and Eric were being vampires in Paris. That's why Eric's hair was unbearable, and I hate Justin for calling carrie Washington that girl from Scandal, but remembers the whole Letty May Daniels. <laughs> yeah, he. Had, uh, I was talking to him one day, and he just said Scandal, like that was carrie Washington's <laughs> name. That,
2: that is her name as well. was, he was name,
1: like sir. I saw Scandal in a movie. I was like, what are you talking about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? Are, what? You saw who? And, the whole show? Oh, I don't understand.
1: And two, that whole lip acting skit, dead. L- hugs and kisses, Miss Christopher. Thank you. Uh, let's get into the actual uh, comments from this week. Um, I want to say we started last week with uh, Bigger Than the Game, episode 739. We did our feedback, we talked about LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poll was simple. You mad at LeBron for going back? Yes or no? 95% of our audience said they are not mad. said, yeah, they are mad at him. Uh, Let's see. Olivia says, LeBron's forgiveness game is so strong. I know. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness triple-double out there. Right. KJ Dollar says, I'm not mad at him, but he better than me because I'm with Rod. I would have told Dan Gilbert to fuck himself with all the chills' dicks. Couldn't be me. Yep. I still don't know. I couldn't have done it. And, uh, you know, and I pride myself on trying to be (laughs) reasonable and shit, but, man, that had to be hard. Difficult decision. Um, episode 740 the Tinder app where we discuss all kinds of different stuff hot now signs for chicken restaurants still think that's a great idea
3: mm-hmm.
1: we got a couple comments Dr. Abrasive says that BJU segment was a fucking with Tony piece because little gets under my skin than, prejud- than people hiding dirtbaggery behind religion so a sex offender is operating under a calling because his punishment will be delivered by God Like Karen said, fuck him. Yeah, we're talking about (laughs) Bob, what was it, Bob Jones University or something? One of them universities, I think so. One of these religious universities that were telling victims of sexual assault um, that they need to pray to forgive their sexual sex offender Mm -hmm. um, because that is making it negative on their life and they need to ask for forgiveness. I was like, man, I can't imagine it. Kyle says, I would like to see somebody do an investigative report on guys like Eddie Long and Youngblood. Right. Like they did BJU. Just think about how some black communities sink thousands to millions of dollars into these mega churches. I feel sorry for religious people who really are trying to help folks.
2: Right. Because it, it's very difficult for them when you know that you're trying to do the right thing. You're trying to be helpful in the community. You're not pushing your religion on everybody. You you you, you just want to help people, and you just happen to be Christian. Mm-hmm. And I think that people like that just make the whole community look terrible. And it's just one of those things where if they did investigations there too, same thing, you would find a lot more allegations than the ones that are coming out. And the same thing, uh, people just shame victims period. They just make them feel so shame that a lot of people never, ever come out. A lot of people take it to their graves.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, not to mention, I mean, it's, it's institutional. And that to me is like, when we talk about rape culture, to me, that's the kind of things that rise in rape culture. I know people, some people draw the line. that like, someone made a joke about a rape. I don't.
2: Mm-mm. But
1: when it's like institutional, you have a policy for being like, okay, we're not going to press actual charges against these rapists. We're not going to, you know, get you to go to the police. What we are going to do is have you call them and ask for forgiveness for harboring resentment about the fact that they did rape you. That's rape post. Right. You know what I mean? Like it can't be more explicit than that. Um the poll was, was Beyonce revealing Jay-Z cheated on her because she changed the lyrics to one of her songs and, uh, it sounded like she was trying to, you know, insinuate some things. Our audience says no. 71% of people say she wasn't revealing that he cheated on her. And 30% of people basically say, uh, or 29% of people say, yeah, she, she was revealing it. What do you, what did you think? Mm-hmm.
2: It's one of those things where she's so, I guess I should say always on is so private Mm -hmm. till we will never know. Like, like the truth of that just won't really come out. It's just one of those things where almost only they know per se. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to say. I mean, I don't think so, but the truth be told, don't really know.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. Cappadonna writes in TWBT gang, uh, first business, I'm, uh, this is for episode 741, My Your Business, LLC, where we talked about uh, that dumb Coco chick and uh, her misery, uh, Obama being cool, Chicago black people hating Obama, KKK police, bunch of stuff. He um, says, first business, I make monthly donations, but I realized that my 20 per is actually more than your subscription. How can I make the switch if I need to make the switch at all? Uh, first of all, email me, com, but... You can always, uh, you know, cancel that and then just switch over to a premium subscription. It's right there on the blackoutist.com slash premium. Mm-hmm. Um, Rod, you have officially earned new levels of respect for going full hardcore Hulk smash puny Twitter troll over a woman insulting your wife. Not only do we know no more now more than ever that Karen is your heart and Karen is the reasonable one. <laughs> now, <laughs> now on the business. Sorry for the long Wolf game as post, but I had to get this off my chest. As for the Negroes in the Chi-Town about Obama not personally flying into the South side and stopping bullets with this power ring of Come O.A. Part so,
3: <laughs>
1: Pardon my language, but nigga, I could write a goddamn book on why I can't this myopic bullshit. This problem isn't that these folks are angry. It's that, I mean, my problem isn't that these folks are angry. It's that, like the two of you said, people pretend that our issues and problems have been here for for forty fucking years. When Obama is some skinny sixth grader reading Conan top comics and dreaming of becoming an NBA point guard, why isn't Rahm Emanuel, the city council uh, of the or the Illinois governor, getting policed and calling to call to task for the South Side? Sorry again for the long ass post, but this isn't is an issue I have a lot I have with a lot of black people and the left in general. Every other day, some social justice warrior on Twitter, some decrepit curmudgeon. Who was in the struggle in the heyday of Bell Bottoms or in another case uh Bill Maher, some white guy who ain't smart as they think they are, believe they can send the president to bed without dinner because he didn't finish his homework. Right. For those of us who seemingly flunked basic high school civics or miss schoolhouse rock, let me make this clear. Barack H. Obama is the president of the United States, not fucking Odin the all father he can't magically pass laws and make decrees because he's co-equal with Congress who ain't doing anything. And Supreme court made up of conservative judges who frankly don't give a damn what Obama does. Also, Obama can't make decrees at the state level. It's the whole 10th amendment thing. Mm -hmm. If you're, Uh, if you're looking a, a brown socialist, like, if you're looking for a brown socialist with magical powers who can fix your problems, take your ass to church because you're looking for Jesus. (laughs) That's great. Oh, well, I got that off my chest. Anyways, good show for you guys as always. P.S. I use Aint and often make grammatical errors because, like many a programmer, I can type faster than I can proofread. I also use profanity, the N-word, of references to comic books. My stars, I do sound like an immature man-child, Black Savage. Should I concern myself with Coco attacking my Twitter feed? Well, hopefully <laughs> she... Watch yourself. I think she's off of that. I haven't seen mm-hmm. her say anything else to mm-hmm. anybody negative, so... No, she done
2: moved on to something else. If
1: anything positive came out of this, is that, uh, you know, maybe she can start spreading some positivity to the people that she does appreciate and stop trying to come insult the people she doesn't like, you All know? right. Um, but yeah, I agree, man. Um, Mm -hmm. it feels like, especially once we got a black president, um, it feels like people just completely lost their sense of, of what, how, how civics works in America. Like the president is supposed to come down with his magic, uh, wand and just wave it over the area and then violence will stop. Like, it's just, he's not a comic book hero. He's not. Uh, all-knowing deity he's, he's not just, a
2: dictatorship he's not a king right
1: the same way that um bill clinton couldn't stop black on black violence and the president of the united states is never going to be able to stop that in a specific area by themselves it just doesn't work that way and if and what is he supposed to do go down there and declare martial law then what'll happen you know what i mean people will be like oh this motherfucker gotta go bunch of people with guns coming to the hood telling black people what to do like it's it's just not there's just not good easy solutions to any of this shit and especially if you skip every step and run to the president it's it's sad because a lot of those people i think do it for the youtube views they do it for the media presence you know you get an interview or something but it, it, when, if you actually want a real solution that's not what you're going to find there Mm-mm. aj the engineer says first off i 100 percent agree with capadonna's post above I get very upset with the MSNBCs and CNNs of the world still allowing people to make dumb arguments about what the president should be doing when it's obvious they've forgotten about checks and balances, let alone any civics class from high school.
2: I think a lot of, because of our education system, it would surprise me if a lot of them, um think pretty smart uh made a good point in the chat room. She was like, a lot of them probably don't even know who they local people are. They know Obama's name, so they're going straight at him versus making the demands on the people that pass the laws that directly affect you quicker than any federal law ever will.
1: Yeah. The president needs to uh, go down there and start teaching the classes, Karen, teach them I mean, civics. So. Why should I pause my day and listen to your argument when I already know the foundation of your, of your ba that you base it on is incorrect. You know, what else is funny is like the news shouldn't be putting these people on the news, right? You know, like this is why you can't take MSNBC, CNN seriously. I mean, God knows you can't trust Fox News. Like, these people don't deserve a minute of time on the station Mm -mm. you know sometimes shit is just so ridiculous you just gotta be like okay mm, moving on to something that actually is happening i'd rather repeat a story for the 75th time that is actual news than this shit
2: And we've talked about this before, but a lot of it boils down to the 24-hour news cycles. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it boils down to wanting to compete against industries that don't give a fuck about being moral and having ethics and all that shit. They're trying to compete against TMZ. TMZ don't give a fuck. TMZ will sleep in somebody's goddamn uh, trash can in the back to get a snapshot uh Mm -hmm. so why are you trying to compete against that but you're supposed to be quote unquote the real news so they're trying to get the shocker they're trying to get the most clicks the most youtube because that's what they're being kind of told they're supposed to do when it's like fuck what's reality fuck the truth if these people that stand outside with signs we got to put a camera on them and i think a lot of that boils back down to them feeling like they need to be entertaining versus give me the goddamn news
1: right they're not informative it's entertainment no uh, My second point, Rod, I have to give you props on a control bust down of Coco. I haven't yet hit that level of zen, and I'm happy I didn't see the original tweet because I would have made the whole TBGWT community look bad. Well, that was one of my points about someone using a hashtag to spread negativity that I d- dislike is that fans monitor that hashtag as well as us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who knows if the wrong person sees that and then starts thinking that they're defending us and they're like going to a level where I wouldn't go personally you know what i mean like it's i'm just i'm glad that like because people are like why even respond to it because someone should be on top of it yeah i've seen what happened when people don't respond to the negativity that is in there that's dealing with their brand and the shit gets out of control and then it's like oh wow i should have said something a long time ago i'd rather get in front of it than not do anything at all honestly And,
2: and also it's one of those things where it's some things like i said a lot of things we don't talk about but some things we choose to talk about for the simple fact that there are some things that so many people see that it has to be addressed. Not that we want to always address these issues or problems, but they have to be addressed because people are and people are tweeting, people are talking, people are asking, people are posting on Facebook. So we have to address certain things. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where.
1: And also, it's not like I came at her like, bitch, let's fight. Like, Oh, no,
2: you didn't. I came
1: at her and was like, can you please, like not use our hashtag for that because that's pretty, that's a pretty mean thing to say. And then she just escalated the ignorance. So, you know, I, you know, it like, I'm glad that people weren't quote unquote jumping in. I still, still saw people trying to like reason with her days later. It's, I don't know why I'm telling y'all I was as reasonable as I could be with that idiot. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why anyone else will waste their time. Like, honestly, I'm over it. She obviously can't be bothered, um, you know, to to even have any type of empathy. So you just got to move on, man. Yep. Some people are miserable and unhappy, and they the only thing they can do is spread that shit. They don't support anything. They don't bring anybody else up. They just tear people down, and you just got to let them go and, uh, you know, be, suffer in silence. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, as I grew up and better understood my environments, I let ain't and y'all come into my vocabulary. Now I find myself in a world where I can still get shit on for talking, quote unquote, white, but also get picked on for, quote unquote, slave talk. And these are criticisms from by black folk. People like Coco have to understand that their criticisms don't help anybody and actually take time away that could be used doing some self-reflection. So fuck Coco and that dude who left a voicemail wanting less Karen rants. From now on, I'm a KRA member, Karen's <laughs> rights advocate. <laughs> Great show as always. Go premium, folks. You won't regret it. <laughs> Thanks, AJ. Karen's right advocate. I love it. Um, And the poll was, should police be able to arrest pregnant drug users? This is a very close poll, by the way. Um, yes, they need to go to jail. No, it's their body. 51% of people say they need to go to jail and 49 say, nope, it's their body. Wow. Like, I I mean, I I don't have a right answer for this shit. I, when I read that, I was as conflicted as I could be because I was like, I mean, it's wrong. I mean, you don't want the baby to, like, be on drugs before mm-hmm. it even gets a shot at life. No. But at the same, same time, time, I could see them using this as a slippery slope to be like,
2: right. aha,
1: and this is why <laughs> you can't get abortions no more. Olivia says arresting moms who come to give birth will result in higher maternal and infant mortality rates. Moms will stop coming to doctors for birth and prenatal care if they fear being arrested. Right. That's going to endanger both the mom and the baby. It might even be that a baby would be totally unknown to the system in these cases, increasing the likelihood that any chance of abuse will go unreported once the baby is born as well. We don't need to jail people for every bad thing. Jail isn't helpful in many cases. That was the other thing Karen brought up is that, we're not talking about rehabilitating these people. We're talking about punishing them because we want to scare the next person.
2: Right. And that a lot of times that does not help. And a lot of times I feel as though people who have never been on drugs, never used drugs, have never had any type of, uh, I guess, uh, habit as far as like drugs, alcohol or crack or anything like that, a lot of those people don't have sympathy and empathy at all for people that are on drugs. So they'd be like, fuck you. You shouldn't be on drugs. You should know better. I live my life and I've never got on it and you should be just like me. And I think a lot of times people base their decisions off of base decisions of other people based off of their own personal life experiences versus having empathy and sympathy and understanding that people do get on drugs, regardless of how educated they are. People do get on drugs, regardless of their past and background. And the thing about it is that it's funny how people do this. And a lot of this is, quote unquote targeted towards poor people but there are a lot of rich people that own drugs a lot of people a lot of rich people uh abuse prescription drugs versus like the street drugs so mm-hmm. uh, or once you start uh arresting you know the white woman that comes in you know high off of a uh, percocet because she's been abusing it but it's one of those things because those are quote unquote prescribed to you those are one of those things where people will let that shit slide
1: yeah, it's definitely a classism attached right. to certain type of drug use, and, and not have a problem with that. Yeah, and, and then part of this makes it seem like the people that have the least amount of agency and resources uh, to to protect and defend themselves are gonna catch this, uh, right. you know, the most because it's like you don't have any ability to defend yourself, and you come in there, uh, you know, seeking to take care of your child, and instead you just end up with. Uh you know going to going to jail,
2: yeah, and my thing is I rather you uh if push come and shove i and it might sound cruel, but I'd rather you say if you if you come in and you have a child on drugs, you know we'll put them in the system, and unless you can come back clean or after a certain period of time approve that you are no longer on drugs, we'll give you your child back or something like that. I'd rather you do that than just say you came in half for of cocaine your ass is going to jail right. and jail is not a solution for every goddamn thing in our country. For some reason, we want to make jail a solution. Jail is not
1: always the answer. And I believe the choices were like, she can go into a rehab type program, but she has to successfully complete it to stay out of jail. And she has to start it before, you know, coming in and being before she gets caught, basically, basically, being pregnant and on drugs so you get one chance to like complete rehab which anybody that knows anything about rehab it only takes people multiple tries right to, to to make it to get off drugs months like, years and for some people it is a daily struggle right um kj dollar says this one was a hard vote but i voted no I would rather the mom get help from doctors and hospital than be afraid to and do something damaging to themselves or the kids. Yeah, that was kind of the side that I had to eventually fall on. Is just since it's punitive and not really about fixing anybody Mm-mm. that I was like, I, I can't side with putting somebody in jail because you're not really trying to help them at that point.
2: Right. And and my thing is, is this, it's funny how a lot of people, um, because this is quote unquote not their vice mm-hmm. so it's real easy for you to just blow it off but it, but if they pass a law that says hey every woman that comes in that's drinking coffee we're gonna arrest her people will flip a motherfucking fool you know how many people are addicted to coffee will cut your throat in the morning if they don't get a goddamn cup of coffee from wherever they buy that cup of coffee but they don't consider that an addiction but it is what's mm-hmm. the difference between that and somebody that can't stop taking drugs a lot of people look down on things because they feel like well I am better because I quote-unquote don't stick a needle in my arm but you are addicted to things in your life but you don't consider them addiction because the world doesn't look down on whatever your addiction is
1: yeah i just think um yeah i think that's a huge part of it and you know i I just think people like policing the idea of policing someone else you know because like it's not me i can't relate to it i'm not empathetic to that i have i don't have that same issue um but i I, the one thing i thought about and i might have said it after the show but I find it highly ironic that the same people that you know don't believe in birth control believe in like doing shit to the to make people have these babies and make them you know put them in jail and all this shit, so now your baby ain't got a mother when it comes out right you know shit like that where it's like man it, this is kind of weird, like you know it's kind of like how the people that believe in uh disowning gay kids when they get older don't like they also don't believe in abortion so it's like every life is precious unless it's a gay life then fuck that motherfucker you know it's like that hypocrisy that uh and i feel like this kind of thing falls into you know that line um we have episode 742 the breastfeeding defense capadonna left comment okay one, I'm officially going to hell for laughing at that Bullet Ball story. That's right. We repeated the story of Bullet Ball. Justin was on. We did uh, That Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dude that wouldn't let anybody quit Comcast. I mean, there's a lot of stuff this episode. It's very long. Um, but he says, uh, and now I'm going to hell, going to set up a Bullet Ball Extreme Party for Labor Day. Again, Rod and Karen, you do me to the ninth circle of Dante's Inferno, and we'll all be playing Bullet <laughs> Ball together next to Satan's Frosty Nether Regions. Sir Charles says, you know, dude from Comcast pulled Lenny Williams after hanging up with that customer. <laughs> My coworker said, Lenny, maybe you should forget about that customer. And I said, maybe you haven't been ripping off a customer like I ripped off that customer. And then he went home and watched TV until television went off. looking like drake on the cover of take care oh that was from sir charles that's good (laughs) anonymous says my wife thanks y'all because ever since y'all played the bullet ball track me and my son trolled the shit out of her singing in all day and night (laughs) so oh it's funny though we used to have another anonymous that was a girl so now i don't know who like is everyone anonymous is multiple people anonymous That, that, that seems like a dude uh, it could be a woman still. Who knows? Kyle says, I hope they make a Lifetime movie about the Comcast guy harassing customers. Just imagine the commercials for it. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Lifetime it's channel. It's darker Um
2: Lifetime channel. I couldn't get rid of my cable company.
1: Mm-hmm. Be starring some TV actor that never made it. Right. The lady kicked out of the Brad Paisley uh, concert for breastfeeding was the poll. Yes, no one... Was uh yeah the question was was she kicked out for that? Yes, no one wants to see her boobies. No, they did it to protect the baby. Thirty four percent of people say it's because no one wanted to see her boobies. I'm with that group. Sixty six percent of people say they did it to protect the baby from the sound or so. I don't think they cared about that child. Prince Leron says I don't care what why they did it. I just hope that she was kicked out before Brad saying his verse of accidental racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want children growing up with that logic. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. I feel like if the security guy says he kicked out because the baby was too close to the stage and it was loud, uh, I could understand that. The problem is no other security people had kicked out for the other concert she went to, mm. which begs the question. Both, I find both cases believable. Is it that the other security guard didn't do their job? <laughs>
2: Right, because I, 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 I don't get paid enough to fight a woman and a child.
1: Yeah, I can see that, too, where it's just like I, you know, I, I know my job is to, you know, uh, do this, but I'm not going to do my job. I'm just going to chill, not because she's breastfeeding, but just because I'm lazy. Right, know?
2: and I don't feel like dealing with her.
1: But uh, I can see that. I can see a case for that. But I can also see the other way, which is you put those goddamn titties away, you know, I can see both um urban kids bot where we talked was episode 743 where we talked with miss uh music Love aka Deidre from where's my 40 acres mm-hmm. and uh we talked about a bunch of stuff babies stuck in cars and sandra bullock stalker and <laughs> dollar general draws there's a bunch of stuff Alfie, Alfie young jones says regarding episode 742 i used to work in the customer service sales department You do have to save a certain percentage of customers to keep your job. If you have three and four minute calls and people are canceling, you will get fired. I mean, I led our department in sales for two months. And as soon as I stopped doing what that asshole did on the phone, I got fired. I love your show. Keep up the good work. Yeah, that's yeah. what we were speculating.
2: Yeah, that's I guarantee you that's part of their policy. This is just the first time somebody recorded them and then they fired him because people was like what the fuck is going on? But I can guarantee you that they push this policy. They don't want you to cancel I don't know if other people are as aggressive as this dude, but I can guarantee you, you go through the tropes because, like I said, I've never, ha- I've never talked to anybody as aggressive as this dude. But they, you know, they will ask questions, you know, of what can we do better, you know, can we do give discounts, you know. They I don't, I've never dealt with anybody to that extent because I think that right there would make me very, very angry. I would just hang up and go to somebody else uh, before I waste fifteen minutes with you. Either you go cancel me or you ain't. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we even talking about this?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Um, the poll was our second highest contested poll, but had the most comments. And I, I did not see this coming. Thought this was easy. Thought I had it in the bag, but I barely won. Uh, or no, no, I'll take it back. I barely lost. Is Kim Kardashian considered white? Yes or no? 52% of people agree with Karen. She is considered white. And 48% of people are reasonable human beings that agree with me. <laughs> and I'm sorry we lost this one, guys. I feel like I let you down, but they say no. She's definitely not white. Uh Quali says, if Cher and them niggas from System of a Down are white, then she's white, y'all. Bezel 28 says, she looks white, but sure enough, get treated like a nigga. White people don't fuck with her like that. Even Nicole Richie got more of a past than her when she was doing that dumb shit with Paris Hilton and her daddy was black saying diesel says my fans wouldn't enjoy watching a cuckoo song scene with her in it so no oh lord local session says i think she is considered white despite the backlash she gets her family is still well loved by white people successful tv show clothing line tons of young white girls who look up to her she gets a lot of hate that white women in interracial relationships get also kanye was referred to her being white has referred to her being white yes okay however armenia is tricky because it's one of those eurasian countries where you can look middle eastern but can mark white on a census like jewish people but not show up in a clan to a clan meeting white i.e. be regular american white prince leon says no she is just not she is just considered not black that's what i'm saying i think black people are looking at it like if you're considered not being black, you're white. And I'm like, there's a whole lot of shit between black and white. And <laughs> she's somewhere in that. Uh, I think people are getting confused because she fits the white definition of beauty and white people acknowledge it. The funny thing is that Kim and her family stay mocking, making money, even though no one ever claims them. Funny thing to me is um, there's a lot of white dudes that uh were on the Kim Kardashian bandwagon that, shit on her for having a big ass like they don't like that you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. funny um sparger says what else would she be her mom is straight up white her wikipedia french irish scott and scottish and english per wikipedia french scott irish scottish and english her dad is from armenia straight up from the caucus mountains did her dad's caucasian blood dilute all of her mother's european heritage and make her something else um she looks brown to me but uh yeah so Everybody decided that, uh, it was still undecided. It was very highly contested. Um, people could not make up their minds. Uh, but Karen won by 4%. So, uh, Kim Kardashian is white from now on. Uh, the same thing the smart Coco believes. <laughs> um, all right. We have some voicemails. Let's play these. Hey, Rod and Karen. My name is
0: Jodeci pause. Wait for reaction. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm calling because I've been a listener for about two or three months now. And when I say I love y'all, I love you guys. Like, I've never clicked with a podcast before. I've been podcasting um, for the last three years now, bouncing back and forth, not really having the loyalty to anybody, but every time y'all get a show, I am waiting on it, and I cannot wait to laugh and crack up and the perspective y'all give on stuff it just be so uh you know profound and so unique and like i really get that black people point of view that i be missing from my other podcast i want to tell y'all to keep doing what y'all doing i love that y'all love each other i can hear it um Either when y'all don't agree, either when y'all do agree, everything is just beautiful. Um, hope to become a premium subscriber one of these days. But until then, just keep it up, y'all. It's it's a pat on the back. Congratulations. All that would not. Okay. Bye.
1: Ah, thank Thank you, you, C. We appreciate you. Um, and, uh, thanks for your kind words for the show. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, like, is Jodeci your government name? Like, did your parents name you Jodeci, or is Ah! that, like, what you go by? Yeah, well, you born today, everyone's like, ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Right, uh, next voicemail.
4: Hey, Rod and Karen, what's going on? This is classic. Uh, it's been a long time since I've called the show, have been listening, enjoying it as always. Uh, but, Rod, I really gotta wrap to you for a minute. Uh-huh. Well, not a minute. I'm going to take the full time. But Michael Bay, really? Really, Michael Bay is a ball-ass director? You think he's great? Michael Bay is trash, son. His movies are trash. What are you talking about? Why can't you take this constructive criticism, Rod? Right? You know, <laughs> and you're a Michael Bay fan. What's wrong with you? Why can't you take this constructive criticism, Rod? Right? Anyway, I'm just bugging. I'm listening to the current show, uh, Crazy or Foolish Coco, whatever her name is. uh, She was... Obviously out of out of mind and out of line, and she was crazy. And I I can't even say anything more about her. Uh, but uh, you know, keep doing what y'all doing. Karen, love love your accent, love the way you talk, love the way you talk right, Although uh, I still question some of your choices, but that's cool because you know that's that's how we get along. Uh, hope to hear more from you and keep doing what you're doing. Love y'all. Peace
1: peace Peace. thank you thank you and uh classic uh you know um first of all michael bay is an american treasure he (laughs) is our most american uh director of movies uh currently in the game as far as i'm concerned everything that is great about america is also great about michael bay's movies Mm -hmm. what from the racism mm, it's so good to the fact that we don't uh the xenophobia is great um, you know, when you're winning a fight by picking up a football in China to throw it at a bad guy, uh you got to just applaud that. Uh the the atten- the lack of attention to detail, uh the always having conflicts on foreign soil. Mm-hmm. Um, I I completely love it. So, you know, I I think you need to give Michael Ben a chance, open your heart and stop acting like all the Transformers properties before this were flawless. There were plenty of problems before this.
2: Somebody went bad too.
1: Mm-hmm. Next voicemail.
2: Good afternoon, good people. Oh, the sound isn't
3: too bad. I'm at work. Oh, it's Louis Enoch Jr. from Detroit. What up, y'all? I'm currently listening to episode 741, Mind Your Business. And, Rod, I had to pause it at the 8 minute and 59 seconds. You're probably about to say something reasonable about this broad calling about your wife. And I just want to support you in all the ratchet, good shit you're about to say about this broad. Oh, yeah! Can she never listen to the podcast again? That would be great. Care, laugh, giggle, say whatever's on your mind. Your voice gets me through my workday every week. Aww. And Rod, handle your business. Great fan out of Detroit. Let me get back to work <laughs> before all this
2: shit fall apart. All right, now.
1: <laughs> Peace. Mm, thank you um, thank you sweetie he called right back too like he waited like 30 minutes to call back
2: had to wait to break time Rod and Karen Lewis A. Jr. from
4: Detroit again had to pause it at the minute
3: All that. that's just wonderful podcasting Oh, y'all roasted that chick so good. Mm. (laughs) If she'd have been like some barbecue, y'all just smoked the turkey just lovely. It's so good. I'm going to have to go and check my Twitter that I rarely check, but I want to see all the wonderful abuse that she received, not from you, but from the family, as Karen said. Well, that was about it. It's just wonderful. All right. Thank you, y'all. Y'all be good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Seems like he enjoyed that on an aesthetic level. Yeah, it was was delicious. Finger looking good. Mm -hmm. Oh my, delicious. Uh, All right, and the last voicemail.
4: Hey, how y'all doing? Long Karen? Two things i want to talk about. Uh, First, uh, the Katy Perry thing where they stole the song. Man, I love it, man. Dude, I've been trolling my nine-year-old off that for like three days, man. She can't stand it. I love it. Thank you for giving me the ammunition. And second of all, Y'all got me, man. Y'all, y'all did the story a couple of weeks ago about the black dogs, and I'm at the dog park with my kids, and somebody abandoned a black dog there. <clears throat> so y'all got Joe show in the back of my head. <laughs> so next thing you know, I'm bringing the dog home. So y'all, Aww. y'all, y'all, y'all got me a dog because y'all put the thing in my head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome, man. Uh, congratulations to that dog. Um, got it home.
2: Yes. And uh,
1: congratulations to you for having a brand new dog, man. You know, it's good to be open-minded like that sometimes. It uh,
2: is.
1: Glad to see that it worked out for you and the dog. Uh, Hopefully the dog will be acting right when it gets in the house and uh, won't be too gangster like the dogs we were portraying. All right. (laughs) But, uh, all right, Uh, we have some emails here, a bunch of them, actually. This is from Professor LCH, and it's titled Dumb Cocoa. Greetings, Rod and Karen. I missed the firecrackers between the wee hour, during the wee hours of the morning, uh, Monday when a random smart Coco attacked Karen on Twitter. I did some scrolling backs, some scrolling back thanks to my curiosity being piqued by Firestarter's funny tweet, hashtag DatRazor, as well as, uh, (laughs) tweets by Chris and Elon. So when I decided to delve deeper into what the guy's tweets were about, I was able to see that smart, uh, smart Coco's tweets. As I just finished a phone interview about the increase in gun violence and criminal trials, I I was in the proper mindset. You see, when I read tweets like Smart Cocos, I don't go berserk. Instead, I go into criminal prosecutor mode, a former job of mine. When I know she have been everything, she's like, "I'm gonna break down the defense on this one." Right. And what I know is that on any given Sunday, one might be a victim, defendant, or witness. The same evidence can be used by the victim, by the defendant, by the witness in very different ways. But somehow, the stories develop around human behavioral patterns and things. As a result, I can take a microcosm of evidence and run with it. So when I have more than that, listen, let the profiling begin.
2: (laughs) I'm getting, I'm going at you.
1: Before I dove deeply into her Twitter profile, I developed a picture of how she might look in my mind's eye. I asked myself what type of person would go out of their way to tweet with a specific hashtag, with only one association the blackout tips to criticize one of the co-hosts not once but twice girl stop hiding behind your friend for pronunciation and articulation yeah
2: right that's what we said i don't think it's a friend i think this is how she feels yeah her
1: friend never came up again by the way no
2: because her friend don't exist
1: yeah because you know if it was your friend you were my best friend it was my friend anyway that's what you would have said how are you at (laughs) your friend I hypothesize folks who are so critical about others lives and living situations and voices are loose in their own lives. There is a lack of control, be it over self, others, I mean, over self, others, a situation or a combination of all three. Then I saw her pick. I knew she'd be overweight. And as an overweight myself, I understand that unless you understand how to carry it, it'll carry you. Smart Coco gets carried. And not just by her weight, mind you. It seems that she also gets carried by the men in her life. Uh-oh. Again, this is not me being. <laughs> ah! By the way, she with the uh-oh in there. Again, this is not me being a non-sister friend. This is my former prosecuri- prosecutorial, uh, prosecutorial hat. I don't judge like this in real life. But since we're online and she and I are both cartoon abbies, <laughs> <laughs> let me just say that her issues scream from the screen. So EG, if she joined Twitter in 2009 and only has a bit over 7,000 tweets, she's a sideliner. She's been watching everyone else have a life hashtag on here. She barely tweets. In fact, her recent TBGWT interactions have been a boon to her mentions. She's been on fire, messing around with tbgwt hashtag. You're welcome, Smart Coco. Yeah, she's got more attention from that little shit than she got at any other point. Right. But okay, let's say she's been too busy to tweet since uh much since 2009, mind you. She wasn't too busy to devote a significant number of her heretofore few tweets to tbgwt. Maybe she got less busy this week. <laughs> and may I add, how fascinating it is that out of the out of the blue she tweets hashtag tbgwt considering that she doesn't follow the show or the host mm.
2: mm-hmm. right
1: yeah that's, that's also funny hard. because you like that's why i said she was seeking out some level of attention or mm-hmm. something because if you don't listen to our show you don't follow you know you don't follow us on twitter you're not part of the community mm-hmm. like at some point you wanted to argue you wanted to fight you know i have um i feel like She's the same chick who left this, uh, bad review of us on iTunes. And that was all, uh, stemming from the fact that we sided, uh, with the website instead of just people being mad, uh, over the natural hair shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's all the same person just trying to find a way to get our attention somehow. Um. So uh she tried to listen to the show, quote, unquote, again, but just couldn't get through it. But I wonder what the precipitating event was for her to re-listen and give TBGWT another round. It seems late Sunday night, overnight, Monday morning. What are the clues? Let's look a bit closer. In the wee hours of Monday, July fourteenth at twelve fourteen a.m., really Sunday night, she used the TBGWT hashtag. Maybe Twitter newbie, newbies don't know this. Actually, many do. However, let's say they don't. But Twitter vet- v- veterans know that by using the show's hashtag, she opened herself up to anyone or all of us who search, rely upon, or set up a sec- separate tweet deck column for TBGWT notifications. Right. She called TBGWT. She called and TBGWT's peeps responded. And I would submit. Not only did she ask for it at twelve fourteen a.m., she wanted it, and by it I mean rise uh-huh, attention. This <laughs> <laughs> this type of late middle of the night tweet isn't done in a vacuum. We know Twitter turns hot and steamy around the ta- that time of the night. Yeah, because, it does. That because, third shift. Because humans turn hot and steamy around that time of the night. Right. So the hot and steamy factor grows and comes to a head <laughs> at the three four o'clock in the hour morning hours. But after midnight, Twitter is real. Did she try yeah, that, to listen? Did she say what came? I said,
2: yeah, that Twitter after dog. You know, mm-hmm. most of the time I'm asleep, but I fucked around one night. It was like I was like, ooh, I need to be in bed. No, thank you.
1: Did she try to listen to the show Sunday night and end up with her knickers in a tad bit it nodded? Hmm. Ah. Perhaps. <laughs> per her tweets around two weeks ago, some out of town dude tried to booty call her. Actually, it's worse than that. He tried to booty text her. How trifling. It's apparent that he had insufficient time, energy, or interest prior to his leaving the state where she resides, and it seems insufficient time, energy, or interest in her wherever she resides. Though she tweet tweeted through it, talking about she not gonna do it. (laughs) Question Ah. mark. It definitely seems his booty text got her knickers knotted. She did tweet around the same time frame how she needed sex, so... Yeah, I was like, she obviously ain't had nobody through there. You got a phone call. Uh, it wouldn't be a Professor uh, Professor LCH, uh, email without this. Yo, Yo. what's up? Yo, with the Black Guy Tips. Cannon, girl. Girl. Girl, what's up, girl? What's in you doing, girl? Girl, you know you can't
3: be out there talking like those slaves, girl. (laughs) Don't you know that thing, cool, girl? What are you doing, girl? Man, let me tell you something. You know, when I heard the episode, you know, I was like, okay. I want to say my little thing, or whatever. But you know, I heard, you know, the show, and I listened to it, and I was like, okay. You know what? Rod's handling; he's doing an excellent job as usual. Karen handling her business as usual. And the thing that got me was that, you know, between you and Karen. You said you were proud of black guy who tips nation for keeping their cool and not making an ass of themselves. And you know, at that point I was like, man, I ain't finna wild out, you know. But then I thought, you know what? I got to be me up in this thing, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, smart cocoa can suck a smart dick with a slave dick on the side. You know what I'm saying, If she had some dick in her, I wouldn't be saying what I'm saying right now. I mean, it's like she is the epitome of non-brotherhood, non-sisterhood. I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck her problem is, but she need to get dug out in the worst goddamn way. All oh, oh, points but you said it on your show. Yes, this is true. Um, I don't understand people like her. I'm not even going to go say black people. I just don't understand people like her. It's like, didn't your mama teach you, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing you know, when I be doing that, you know, everybody know I be playing. I don't mean no harm. When I be getting in people, you know, on Facebook, on Twitter, whatever, I don't mean no damn harm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, as as far as she goes, man, you know what? This sounds really bad, but you know, I just really hope she get a hold of some infected dick, you know. And by the time she realize what's hit her, I just really hope it's too late. I'm not talking about AIDS or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about some puff infected dick that is just like really put a lot of gentle warts on the coochie around her mouth or something like that you know what i'm saying something like that because i mean it's just no need to be that motherfucking to and evil no and I don't quote little boy you know i watch that show they played the commercial her ass is evil her ass is ugly and she need to stop that's the only part of that commercial i saw so that's the only part of a quote because i do not watch that show can't ride. y'all have a job business. this and, you know, just as far as uh, Mr. Man in Detroit goes, when he was saying about, uh, you know, if she was barbecue, that'd be some tasty barbecue. I beg to differ. Uh, that would be some burnt-ass barbecue because that's how bad y'all roasted her. That would be some <laughs> burnt-ass, inedible barbecue. And I would be mad if I came to your establishment and you served me that kind of barbecue. I really would. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But, you know, I had to call and just show my support, man, because it's like, no, I don't, I don't be having that. You know, I sit back up in the cut nowadays, you know, I be chilling, you know, but I can't have this, man. You know, I don't know what's wrong with people, you know, jealousy, you know, okay, I get it, but it's like, how jealous are you? And I'm telling you, if I told her to suck all the dicks in all of the worlds and all of the galaxies, shout out to Brandon, you know, and I still tell her to suck ten more, but that, cuz, cuz, cuz that just that, there's no need for that, man. I don't know what she, I don't know what's on her mind, I don't know what she's going through. And you know, since y'all, you know, mentioned her and stuff, you know, I went and I, you know, I went and checked up and I seen her okay, face, my cuckold, and I seen the thing or whatever. And I see she follows Miss um, Jones. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking. Mm-hmm hmm, is this what the movement is all about? Is this what the movement does? You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, is she a feminist? And if she is, now you see why I don't like them? You okay? no, no, no. nothing about that is empowering. I mean fuck women, it's just it's just people in general. You have to uplift people. But nothing about what she said about Karen is empowering or uplifting. And I thought that was the whole purpose of being a feminist, you know, to empower your sisters. Blah blah blah. Skitty, bitty, blah. Right. You know, yeah, <laughs> whatever. You know, just, yeah. you know, so like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm over it now. You know, I'm finna head to the liquor store right now and get me some more liquor. You know what I'm saying? But before I get, I just wanted to call y'all and tell y'all I love y'all. Uh, yeah, it. I'm not gonna give y'all a chance to talk cause I'm out of here and I ain't really ain't got time and y'all ain't got time neither. I love y'all. Uh, Blackout Hutet Nation. Uh, fuck her. Okay? Fuck her. And um y'all keep it tight. Blackout Nation. One love. Peace
1: out. Peace. Man trap them them bars um for the record I, know, right? I have no problem with feminist jones and if uh i think that girl like a, you can't control who follows you like thousands, no. thousands of people follow her mm-hmm. and that her following Feminista jones doesn't say much to me because um all she's doing is trying to ride that wave right and you know she was i saw her like tweeting the uh, you okay sis thing and like you know trying to just find somebody to give her attention somehow and you know that like i think a lot of people hide their identity uh and their misery in certain labels and that's one of the places you can hide it on the internet as hey i'm this now and that's why i'm such a negative mean person but not everybody that's a feminist is that negative in me and like no they're not and like um like Chill said, you know, to try to tear Karen down because of her accent doesn't seem very empowering, very uh, supportive of mm-hmm. another uh, sister at all. So no,
2: and and also I think too, my personal opinion, I think that once quote unquote people, because one thing about our fans, nobody ever went at her at all people would just hey why would you say that like they began to question her and said well y'all attacking me and i think what's that happened she just ran over to another group that she quote unquote felt that would pat her on the back you're a woman i'm a woman pat 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 but baby feminists aren't dumb you yeah. know i don't know why people think that uh they're stupid just because they're a woman and they will accept everything a woman does because we're all women and that's not so
1: yeah it's just and it's also weird because like it <laughs> Like I said, a lot of people are just kind of hiding in the brand, trying to become part of a right. group, trying to like, you know, like there's no actual interest in being, you know, a good person or even trying to like use these things with any level of uh, respect for the people that do them. And, you know, people violate that shit all the time. Like I'm a feminist, but I, you know, I want to call this woman a mammy, but hey, even not for her opinion, not for anything she's ever said, just because I want to say something negative about her. And you, like I said, that's why I call her a petty little lizard, and uh, like I, that's why I, you know that's why I moved on. Uh, back to the email. Let me make sure that. um, Let me see where we were. This happens every time. I swear to God, it's like Professor LCH hadn't written the show in a while, and then boom, phone call.
2: Yeah, I think somebody else uh, kind of picked up the slack for like mm-hmm. other people did.
1: Let's see uh, again when someone is uh, okay. One wonders yeah okay so yeah she she did tweet around the same time she said she needs sex one wonders if the booty texture was her baby daddy it didn't seem to be baby daddy also seems to be out of the picture figuratively and literally the only yeah (laughs) the only men who she's posted pictures of on the twitter profile are celebrities and singers hmm Again, when someone is so exacting in their monitoring of the matters, such as speech patterns, when presidents of countries and corporations aren't, I suspect abuse of some sort, maybe physical, certainly emotional. Uh, Well, you know what? She did say some stuff on there about a man putting his hands on her at some point mm-hmm. when she was talking about that. Yes, our women hashtag. And like I said, man, that shit might come from some other deep down type of problems, which is what I asked her, by the way. I didn't even attack her. I just was like, what's wrong with you that you would feel like, let me go attack this woman who is safe and secure and confident with herself and try to take her down. Like what's wrong with your life that you would do that? And I was asking that in all seriousness. And she tried to downplay nothing's wrong with me. And an hour you know, a few hours later she's tweeting about how some dude used to beat her up. Okay. Okay but uh but it's karen's accent that's the problem here right Mm-mm. you can't possibly understand what she's saying get the fuck Mm-mm. out of
2: my face deeper issues
1: and as if on cue today she began to tweet in solidarity regarding hashtag you okay, sis and hashtag i am Jada, and disclose she's been beaten by a boyfriend in public and as a child jumped into physical confrontation between a couple question where are the men men who protect women in these scenarios absent smart coco doesn't appear to be a man hater. Her posted pics, videos, and tweets seem to love the concept of love. Oh, and celebrity. She seems to love celebrity like most Americans do a little too much. She also may be a woman of a certain age, digging old, er, school, acts, and music. Was, uh, was life better than, than it is now, then than it is now? But does she also like old, er, men? Do young men smoke pipes? <laughs> how, how about unpretentious ones? Uh she posted a pic of a pipe smoking scented candle and pondered in this caption, where have all the pipe smokers gone? (laughs) Yeah, they is old. Ah. Uh, I do I do have a pipe though, Smart Coco, if you out there. Hey girl. (laughs) (laughs) But I've never smoked out of it. Now where bubbles but not smoke. (laughs) Yeah. Now were I just here for the jokes, I'd say maybe she made crack pipe smokers, but I'm in the investigative mode. (laughs) And that pick eliminates that possibility. So I presume that either she misses and craves an old man or older man who smoked a pipe or a pretentious one or an older pretentious pipe smoker. Either way, it seems she misses a man who smokes a pipe. Hey, from time to time on certain episodes, Rod has visibly chewed on a pipe while Rod spends precasting. Oh, yeah. She knows about the pipe. Hmm. There are other. uh Well, I think it's a different type of pipe she wants hit. Uh There are other bits and pieces she posted a few table for one shots of berries and beverage <laughs> don't she drags her she brags her child ate all of the cheese slices then brags that there were gouda versus cheese food um hooray her online presentation of her offline life makes it look like it isn't much of anything hashtag sad, tr- sad trombone, trombones oh So, what does this have to do with Karen? Why is she dissing Karen? Well, look at Karen's position. Karen's all loosey-goosey, tanking with glee all over the place. (laughs) Never remembering, misremembering, Mm -hmm. laughing loudly and proudly, key keying, cussing, gaming, co-hosting, and just everything. And Why to look at it Karen is free as a bird in the sky. Karen fs up smart Coco's worldview and order of things. How? If smart Coco speaks as crisply and appropriately as she proclaims, she is met with a dilemma. If I'm so smart and speak so properly, why does I, why don't I have a husband? Where's my man father slash for my son? Something's wrong. How can Karen be the queen of black podcasts and Karen doesn't brag about gouda slices and criticize others?
3: <laughs> smart coco's
1: been lied to she actually believes that if only blacks were to speak right and be proper we'd be accepted or appreciated or even approved of mm-hmm. a lot of question, a lot of quotes in there uh like a quote appreciated quote accepted right oh boy i say look no farther than the current occupants of the white house and see just how wrong you are mm-hmm. they're so well spoken aren't they and yet maligned Smart Coco, it seems, isn't so smart. She's clearly alone. She's been left. She is doing the hard work of trying to make it as a single parent in a hostile realm. It's quite a job to avoid pettiness. She's filled with anger, bitterness, jealousy, striking out. She's horny too. Again, she just told Twitter she needed to get laid on June 29th. What has happened in those two weeks? Doesn't seem, seems like it hasn't.
2: Right. Because there's so many single women that have children there. Aren't bitter, they aren't ugly, you know, they don't fall out with their baby daddy, they're happy, they're living their lives, and they haven't allowed a lot of this negativity to set into their hearts.
1: Yeah, I didn't even want to bring it up because I was like, I don't want people to assume that. Well, this, I hate because I actually hate when people do the like, you ain't got no man, and that's the problem. Like, but sometimes people will come out of their mouth at you and it seems for no reason of your own, no right. fault of your own. And it's like, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like if, like if I listen to a show and the people are from New York and they're talking all that like hard New York accent, New York talk, mm-hmm. I don't go, let me find these people, Mm-mm. you know, via Twitter or whatever. And, you know, talk negative about them. Let me leave them a negative review on their podcast. Let me like, I don't think of shit like that. Cause it's like, okay, I didn't like it or I didn't understand it. And I moved to the next thing mm-hmm. that, but for you to be like, I'm going to go find this person and make, you know, make sure they understand how much I dislike them. Yeah. You need to uh have examine your own life. Mm-hmm. You know, you just do It is It is what it is. So I, you know, and I, like I said, I didn't even want to bring it up, but yeah, that was a huge thing. I was like, let me guess. You, you just don't have shit better to do. Right. Because, you know, because this isn't the first time that a random miserable ass woman has come out of nowhere to be like, I'm going to go specifically at Karen. Didn't say shit about me, Mm-mm. but just I need to take Karen down not? Just Like, why and, would you need to do that?
2: And you know what? So I, I think the thing that's uh, funny about it is that it's, it's almost a two way street. It's like. They don't attack both. They either attack one or attack the other because there's a lot of times where people address you and they act like I don't even motherfucking exist. Right. Or they come at me and they act like you don't exist.
1: Yeah. It's very weird, man. But Yes, it is. It always makes me wonder what's wrong with you, you know. TBGWT has seen Karen critics before. They never end up being legitimate. They always seem right. to be hiding their issues behind their children. They mm-hmm. always fail to evidence anything amazing. No one who has criticized Karen seems to be in a position that Karen would Ivy Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Smart Coco is a textbook example of a bitter chick who can't abide other women. It's pretty apparent from her other tweets. She calls another woman, e.g., a hood booger. Really? Perhaps other women, especially ones who aren't conducting themselves as she sees fit, are what stands between her, uh, between she and the type of man who'd provide for her. Who'd help support her, who'd help support her parenting. The type of man who'd publicly lift up her name and fame. The type of man who would make her HuffPo famous. The type of man who'd create a nation around you. I'm hearing chill sign off. The Black Out Tips Nation. The type of man who doesn't saddle and leave you with his child, the type of man who attributes his top 100 success to your support. Were I still a prosecutor charged with making an opening statement regarding smart Coco? I'd ask the jury, where is the love?
2: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
1: That's the biggest question, sweetie. Oh my God. Yeah, that's perfect. I should have just said that and saved us 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah where is her where's the love in your life that you need to go somewhere and seek out spreading your negativity around honestly you know that would be like like i don't even do that thing where i know famous people probably don't even read their shit right i don't even do the thing where you go on twitter find a famous person's name so you can shit on them i don't even do that because i'm like There's so much better shit to do in life.
2: Right. Oh, if I, and I'm not
1: even advocating you should like everything. I don't give a fuck if you hate our podcast. Just hate it away from me. Right. You know, no one's begging you to be around. It's just go hate the shit. Keep me out of that.
2: Right. You didn't, you don't have to at me. You don't have to use the sign. You don't have to let us know you posted a show. Like we really could care less. Honestly.
1: Uh so like she says, where is the love? We know how Karen would answer. And you smart Coco? Professor LCH, the official smile, smile dog TV GWT. Man, I was like a standing ovation
2: of that. Yeah, she must she must have known that uh Chips gonna call in too.
1: Uh she must have. Is she it's like she predicted the interruption, but uh yeah. <laughs> You can get all minute and 44 seconds of that, uh, clapping clip. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree, man. Like I just didn't want to be the person to be like some, ee, da, 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 cause I don't want to be that guy, you know, cause I know plenty of people that aren't in a relationship, but they're also like even not even the relationship part to take it further. She's not happy with herself. Right. And that is like if you're not comfortable with yourself and she evidences it by I moved to this place. I changed my accent. I you know, I live my life a certain way as to not be judged by those around me. And while I was advocating, well, that's not your fault. You should have a support network around you that values you as you are and doesn't put these qualifications in front of the way you talk as to what your value as a human being is. It shouldn't, it's not about a stereotype. It's not about something negative. If you do have an accent of any type, if you use a certain vernacular, you are not a worthless person. You're, no, not you're not less than anyone else. And you've embraced that. You've embraced that through white supremacy. You've embraced that through, you know, uh, class, uh, based discrimination. And you've, and sadly, you're through the prism of race. You've, you've embraced that as a certain type of black person, uh, as far as their dialect is bad. And that is shameful. Um, for you but you know it's sad for you also like you live your life governed by these rules and that you know that's sad you don't you shouldn't have to do that this I don't know if you know this none of this language is ours we're right we're <laughs> like this is all some other people's language we were taught so yeah <clears throat> Professor LCH also right speaking of love Hi Rod and Karen just wanted to thank you and your show for bringing together people who in real life seem to actually like themselves and seek to enjoy life mm-hmm. I write this on the heels of a most lovely brunch with Shirley Wong Esquire, a.k.a. Your Hood Lawyer. As you may recall, she left Florida nearly one year ago and, without much promise, rode up to the D.C. area on the strength of her need to be happy and self-actualized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, is, that was a pretty brave thing for her to do, man. She was like, like I am out. Yeah, like I like that's one of those times where you're just like, man, I, I hope this works. Living the dream. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that. She just knew, and I, and you know, I really have to respect it because anyone that has the ability to should move out of Florida, you know? No. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you that she's making it. She looks great, has a new haircut, enjoys her work, and it's fierce and fun. Meeting her through your show has been delightful. She came to, uh, she's come to fun, Football Sunday, eating Thanksgiving dinner with my family. Uh, yeah, I remember that. I, I, I feel like I was there through all these, through the tweets. Yes, I'd be right, jealous. She and I are going to see the Lion King in a few days. This may be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And she's not the only one I've enjoyed meeting through the show. Brandon, a.k.a. Phenom Black, and his woman are delightful people. Ashley. Brandon,
2: I love me some Ashley. I got to meet Ashley one day because Ashley just sounds like she is just so much fun.
1: Brandon gave one of my classes free passes to a movie screening. Loved him for it. I say all of this to say this. I met folks in real life via Twitter. A few of the most popular people on Twitter were simply awful in real life. (laughs) (laughs) however by relying upon the tbgwt filter i've been hitting it out of the park regarding the in real real life interactions uh i look forward to meeting more members of tbgwt nation yeah we do have some awesome people that uh fuck with us and fuck with the show honestly yeah,
2: and and i know it might take a while but me and roger talked about it we eventually do want to do like some type of type of a form of a meet and greet where we can kind of get up and like meet a lot of you guys yeah i
1: always say that like you're you're always training your audience and you're always building your audience by the mm-hmm. way that you act right and i feel like our audience is a reflection of us and that's one of the reason that you know i think even if something happened uh on twitter or something you don't just see a bunch of people in in that girl's timeline like you cunt whore bitch i will fuck you or i'll kill you bitch you need to be raped you don't see that shit from our fans because we're constantly uh Collecting all the "quote unquote" cool people, which is something I've always said about the show, and I pride it upon. Pride it is is uh, it's a badge of honor. It's something that I I want to 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 continue, which is that I don't want the most fans. That fuck that. Everything that gets that fucking popular normally gets populated by a segment of people where you're like. These people are reprehensible and don't even get it.
2: Right, and you they're know? insane and they're crazy.
1: Right, I would rather have the cool fans. You know, when people are like, "Well, don't you want to do this and get this type of listenership?" Not really. Like are all those people cool? Then yeah, but if most if those people are just dicks, then no, I don't want dicks fucking with our show because i don't want to deal with them
2: right and the thing about being the most popular is that being the most popular doesn't always mean you're going to get the support that you want and it doesn't mean that people are going to support always support you financially
1: a lot of times people just there in numbers right so you know the way that like like i said it's just like when anthony anthony camilla got in his shit on twitter and then anyone who said anything bad about him people were talking about killing them and Mm -hmm. uh you know calling them racist names right. and shit. going to find out about them yeah when you're proud information online yeah when you're proud to truck in that type of ignorance then um i i have to you know wash my hands of you and right. i i feel like the same thing um happens you know in reverse where when you keep your um audience kind of uh you know positive you keep the the messages you kind of spread to other people are positive the love you show to other people as positive, I think a lot of people go, yeah, I want to be part of that and t- maintain that vibe. I feel like a lot of the people that are like us in life are typically your quieter people because most of the time they just don't want a no problem. So it's like, you know, Hey, I could say this thing about this hashtag, but I don't want to fight or, right. Hey, I could, you know, I want I just want to meet up and have jokes and not talk about this very serious topic every, every time, every day. And, You know, I feel like we're managing to do that and uh, I'm, you know, I'm glad that people are, you know, meeting in real life and Mm -hmm. getting along, you know, splendidly. Hey, now that I think of it, maybe at smart Coco can get a man through you. Well, Howard did hit her up and he's thirsty. I'm not one to say every woman needs a man because EG gay women surely don't, but she is getting a lot of this quality TVGWT attention lately. Perhaps if she can manage to listen to your show and fight past her internalized racism, she can get those cobwebs knocked right on out. Yeah, you never know. Or maybe she just needs a friend. So many lonely pics right. indicate that she has an insufficient number of quality relationships in her life. She could use one or more new ones. Anyway, thanks for bringing together folks who make life better, brighter, and happier. Smilodon yours, Professor LCH. Thank you very much. Um, And, you know, maybe somebody has already hit got in them DMs. Who knows? You never know. Bragging rights. Dr. Abrasive writes in, hey, Rod and Karen, in regards to your recent trolling asshole, you deserve the right to brag from time to time. I hold the fruits of your work in high regard. Matter of fact, I use TBGWT as a subject of my graduate marketing strategy course and got an A. Wow. We got you an A? Yeah. That's, that's big, the man. The teacher definitely didn't hear a clip of the show. Email me that paper. So there, you're even helping niggas get degrees in this bitch. (laughs) See that, Karen? As a mammy, you are getting people degrees. I don't know nothing about no degree now, you know. I ain't (laughs) got educated. (laughs) Ryan, you are my (laughs) anti-troll hero. Karen, you are far greater than me. All in all, (laughs) I love the show. These frequent trolls essentially make the show greater by bringing fans back to, to back the brand. Tony out. Thanks, Dr. Bracer. Thank you, sweetie. And I agree, man. Like, it's funny we got more feedback this week because people was like, ain't nobody gonna talk about my Miss Jenkins. You know, right.
2: Like, they they like, I you know, I just sit back and listen. I normally don't have nothing to say, but right. that one thing about our fans, like I said, most of them are quiet, they keep to themselves, they interact, and things like that. But it's one of those things where, you know, if if numbers need to come out, they're like, Hey, you can't be picking. I don't never say nothing, but this is something they they got me to speak up.
1: Shayna writes in white gays and runaway slaves. <laughs> hey Rod, and, hey, I mean, I'm sorry, <clears throat> back to normal. Hey Karen and Rod, so glad I am back in the swing of things. and got to chill in the chat this week. Shout out to TBGWT Nation for being awesome. Thanks. Wanted to share my thoughts this week on Dumb Coco in response to the time.com article about appropriation of black womanhood. And I mentioned these things together for a reason. Go with me here. Mm-hmm. Saying that a person sounds like a runaway slave is disrespectful. Full stop. No need to say any more about this. Right. She she really was on some like, how is that disrespectful? Like, bitch, what? (laughs) No one talks like this in real life. Why? Because you'll get a drink thrown in your motherfucking face. Right. You'll be walking around with it just dripping all the time. You start talking to people. Yeah, you know, you sound like a runaway slave in a good way. Splash. (laughs) Right. But alas, I am anyway. I am proud of our history and Southern vernacular and its variations in the North. Thanks to the great migration as where I mentioned are a Testament to a beautiful history of struggle. How fucked up a person do you have to be to think that we need to erase that history from our language Right. and embrace normalized white vernacular white as in the people who enslaved us in the first place. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. Cause she definitely also was in, I'm not, I'm saying, you know, talk, normal you're like white yeah, I'm, like, what no, the fuck I, is I mean normal? uh talk you know uh, uh less ethnic I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you
2: right and it's not only that it's also insulting for white people that have uh southern dialect right. too you know a lot of people act like that's just a black thing no it's just a you know a southern thing i know some right. uh, white people their accent is deeper than mine
1: and the tie it to the mammy thing though right clearly clearly uh and Karen so beautifully explained the complex relationship between race and sexuality sexuality as it relates to the time article. So as for me, I don't care what she sounded like. Karen is speaking to my struggle as an LGBTQ woman of color. So yeah, fuck her. (laughs) Just wanted to add one thing about the articles reference to black gays. I hate to break it to the writer, but black, black gays are black, right? RuPaul is black. Yeah. That was the thing that was weird. Um, um, the, the 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 um the dude that was like um well you know black people black gay people use the slang too and like cause they black.
2: Big difference, sweetie. they grew up
1: with it. This is not right. appropriating shit. This no, is how this, they grew up. And this is part of them and who they are. Something that the article uh original article clearly gets, which is why it was addressed to white gays. So when you appropriate gay culture as a white gay, you're appropriating black culture as well. How dare you try and use black gay folks as a tool in your critique? We don't always like y'all either. Anyway, great show this week. Until the next <laughs> time, Shayna. Thank you, Shayna.
2: Yeah, because he tried to pretend like they all get along. And this They don't always all get along on everything and every situation that comes up.
1: We got feedback from Phyllis, first-time writer. Someone recommended the blackout test to me last year sometime, but the episode I listened to was horrible. There was so much noise in the podcast that I could barely understand what was being said, and it just seemed like a lot of people yelling and talking over each other. It might have been, depending on who to guess. Yeah. I can think of a few episodes. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be in the middle of an episode like these niggas will (laughs) not shut the fuck up. I had no idea what was going on. I tried to listen to another episode, but gave up after being irritated by the sound quality. During the television season, I listened to about five, uh, to about five, uh, to eight, eight of Shield podcasts. And to my surprise, I heard Rod on one of the casts. Not only was it a great surprise to hear a black person on one of those typical three white guys in a mic po- podcast, yeah. That is like every TV review show. I don't, <laughs> I can't listen to most of them. I, I fucks with um uh, Project Fandom. Yes. And, uh, you know, movie trailer reviews on net, obviously. But some of these shows, I just be like, let me guess, white people talking about TV again. Uh Not only was it a great surprise to hear a black person on one of those typical, oh, yeah, but I loved his perspective and he was very funny. I also listened to This Week in Blackness and heard Rod on several occasions there. I was very impressed. I thought maybe I would go back and re-listen to TVGWT again, but I didn't actually seek out your podcast uh, until I heard an episode of Whiskey Wine and Moonshine with Karen as a guest, and I was blown away. I spent the whole time yelling, go ahead, girl, and preach <laughs> while she was talking. I know I'm a black woman stereotype. I immediately downloaded some recent episodes and have become a fast fan. I really try to support black and African-American focused podcasts whenever I can. So I love it when podcasts is not only interesting, but you can tell that you guys put a lot of effort into making it great. It's professional while it's also being, while also being comfortable. Rod and Karen are, well, she put Rob, but I think she meant Rod because mm-hmm. uh, uh, she's been saying Rod for a while. Unless she's on that big time inside joke with the Rob and Karen because niggas do be doing that Rob and Karen. <laughs> uh Are the family you want at your table during the family reunion banquet? We will be laughing our asses off and making fun of Uncle Henry with the wingtips and the orange suit. Oh, man. <laughs> Would we? Looking like Sherbert right uh i'm not sure why i didn't connect with you the first time but i'm glad i got the chance to listen again i will try to subscribe to balls deep when i can but i'm not working at the moment and money is tight man you ain't gotta explain nothing Mm-mm. uh i love sports and i appreciate the black perspective in sports cast uh well i'll tell you this much while we do have the black perspective um balls deep is a bit sillier on yeah, the take of they sports ain't talking about
2: stats and statistics i'm trying to tell people if people are gonna come in uh, thinking they're going to go, especially with football season, they're going to go run by run about, you know, the stats and statistics. Well, we do,
1: we do. We do. I mean, for the record, manner. we do use stats and stuff like that to break some of this shit down. Just saying, like, half the show is bullshit, and then half the show <laughs> ah, is like. It's serious. We do know what we're talking about, but we get there a little differently than you're used to hearing on the radio. That's true. So, you know, I like, we broke down that Kevin Love shit. Every which way was sideways Friday with, uh, B. Cole, uh, Cubicle Negro. But, uh, at the same time, we also threw, we threw a lot of shade at Shabazz Napier for unfollowing LeBron James for about 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> it, it's, it's all you over. You'll never know where it's going to go. Yeah, it's all it's over. It's all the place.
2: sports related now. I can tell you that much. Yeah.
1: Um, we can all we can all use a new way of getting the information out there with the same boring old white guy talking heads. No disrespect to white podcasts I listen to a lot. Keep up the good work, you two Phyllis. Hey, no doubt, man. Um, and Phyllis. you know that that email started off kind of rough, and I'm glad that you made it through, man. Um, I'm glad. And we too. have upgraded our quality sound wise over the years. Yes, we have. It's been a struggle, man. Like you know, we this like when I hear new podcasts and they're like well should i do this should i do that and it's like man it's it wasn't one thing it's always little tweaks that you do over time to make your shit better period like it's like anything else so um yeah thank you for listening
2: oh yeah and i do it uh also that's another reason why we both actually do you know other people's shows so people can literally see us in in different settings Mm -hmm. uh because shout out to whiskey wine and moonshine i had a blast i had a great time their show is completely different from our show so on that show you'll get a completely different perspective and here uh uh my viewpoint um from a group of all women which is uh completely different between me and rock between the show that me and my husband do so it's just one of those things where i like to and i enjoy going on other people's shows and kind of uh dealing and interacting with other people in fact uh Whiskey wine and moonshine, you know. Just to let y'all know I've been keeping my eye out, and you know me and little brother tie nine. You know, I, you know I know we talk about me and now if me and little brother do a show together, I be cool.
1: But you know I don't mind doing one by myself. <laughs> All right, and uh we got this email. Is this fucking with black people? By girl Davis. You know, been a while since we heard from her. Hi, Rod and Karen. This girl, Davis here. It's been a while, and I miss you guys on Twitter so much, but I had to close my account because my school told me to take it down. Oh, Lord. It's cool, though, because I still listen to you guys every week, and I really love Dat Blood Tuesdays. I'll try to keep this email short, but it's going to be hard because I miss talking to you guys. The first thing I want to mention is how pissed off I was that an individual who came for Karen Sigh. How many times are we going to have to go through this? No one comes for Karen and gets away with it. (laughs) I love the fact that you dragged her sorry ass all over the shop because her self-hate was so blatant, yet she was so adamant that we were the ones in the wrong. As a British Jamaican, I grew up speaking patois as a child. It was only until I I was taught how to code switch when I joined elementary school that I realized that some people really shut down when you say things they don't understand. I remember using Jamaican phrases in school like, those who can't hear must feel. Basically meaning people who don't listen will suffer physical consequences. It's just a Caribbean way of justifying beating children, but it can be used in different circumstances. My British born teachers told me I was stupid and that the phrase oh. had, mm-hmm. That's, that, well, ultimately the thing that pissed me off so bad is that is the sort of thing that, uh, dumb Coco was, was, was advocating. This idea that you're less than Cause you don't speak the same as me. And that has led to a lot of people being traumatized. Like a lot of people, you know, being ashamed of themselves and her, her too, you know, her saying, I moved out to this other place where people talk differently. And I didn't have the confidence in my own voice to say, yeah, I'm just going to be that girl with an accent. Right. I changed how I talk because I would, I wanted to fit in so bad and someone said something negative to me. So I changed myself. You know what I mean? Because, I want to fit in. Now, I'm not smart enough to change what I said on Twitter, even though people are telling me that I'm wrong, mm-hmm. that now the pressure doesn't mean anything. Now she's a strong, independent black woman that, that can't be told. Right. Right. But but in the other cases in real life, people told her to her face. I don't understand your accent. Instead of going, well, fuck you, dick. You know what I mean? Like, hang out and learn or shut up. But she 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 changed. And it comes down to that, that idea of it's, you're stupid because you don't do this the way that I want you to do it. Uh, my British born teacher told me I was stupid and that the phrase had no meaning. And that's when I learned about how closed minded people are. Karen, might sound sound country, which I personally love, but it doesn't stop her from saying very poignant stuff. Karen makes me think she makes me laugh. And when she got into that accident, I damn near cried. Karen oh, really? represents me in many ways, and her lo- love for life in general is very contagious. So fuck that bum-ass, lonely bitch from Twitter and everyone else who wants to silence Karen. If she was a guy, they'd never say this to her. Yeah, that's the other thing, mm-hmm. you know? Like, other... D- like, there's all kinds of podcasts with all kinds of accents and all this other shit, but it's right. mostly a male dominated feel and mostly white. So, right. you know, for us to dare try to do this without conforming to those standards. And how dare uh, we
2: talk about uh, our blackness and being yeah, black.
1: We need to be reined in, cause we, we, we don't, we don't mind talking exactly how the fuck we want to talk right plus i definitely think you were right when you say that a lot of people can't stand the fact that karen is with a black man who gasped actually loves her married her and respects what she has to say that concept is more ludicrous than scientology to most most people oh, Lord. how dare this black woman with a thick regional accent have fans and a man who loves her it must be that juju shit them colors do <laughs> <laughs> anyway rant over here's my question so a fellow teacher of mine went into a bar in the foreign area of seoul korea called Tony Tony's Aussie Bar, which is known for its open mic nights featuring comedians. The teacher in question happens to be mixed Korean and blacks, and she, and she said when she walked in, she was the only brown face in a mostly white male audience, which is pretty strange in that area of Seoul because it's very diverse. When the performers came up, almost every joke was about black people using stereotypes about black men and dick size and loud black women chicken and watermelon, you know the drill. They also seem to spout serious anti-Korean, uh, Korea shit saying all Korean women are whores and so forth. When the girl got out to leave, the comedian called her out and she told him to screw himself. Then the owner of the bar ran up on her and told her to get over it. When she contend, when she contended, he, he, he told her go fuck herself and to deal with it because she hasn't seen nothing yet. What? So I asked you, if this happened to you guys, what would you have done? Once again, sorry for the long email. I miss you a lot continue slaying the game delivering me from a life of monotony take care of love girl davis man well personally if i was ever so turned off by what comedians were doing that i felt that i had to leave that's my fucking right and nobody right. should try to stop me from leaving Mm-mm. uh and they definitely shouldn't tell me i haven't seen nothing yet
2: right that's a threat
1: yeah um uh, secondly i don't know there's a threat honestly i don't know what that means like I, I, yeah, I won't say it's a threat cause I don't know if he was meant it violently or if he just meant it like, we really about to say some, some, some shit, some, some yeah. funny, some funny racism in a minute. Um, the problem is with a lot of open mic type things, um, and just the idea of comedy and comedians in general, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's like podcaster. You ain't really got to do shit to say you're a podcaster. Right. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like if, if I walked up to someone and I said I'm a podcaster, there's a complete, association that they have with the idea of what i'm saying that does not say business owner it doesn't Mm. say uh paid to do this it doesn't say professional sounding quality Mm -mm. um it doesn't talk about the research and the topics and all the shit they just go oh okay you know
2: yeah because i don't mean no harm most podcasters most podcasting is bad and when most people think of podcasting if they think professional they think espn ABC, they think mm-hmm. huge networks, Mike and Mike in the Morning, people who have this top-quality recording. A lot of people, because honestly, podcasting in the podcasting genre, even though it's been around for years, it's fairly new to mainstream people. I think when people started switching over to smartphones and phones that could stream and, you know, you got all these applications that came up that people using their telephones, a lot of people have been introduced to it. And you have to basically go through a lot of shit to find a lot of gold. And Mm -hmm. I mean, to to find gold, period. And so for a lot of people, when they think of podcasting, they think of all the bad, terrible podcasting versus that there are podcasting, that they're good, good quality and all this shit. But for the average person who doesn't want to do the research, that's what they think.
1: So with amateur comedians, I think a lot of the times they run to these certain things that aren't really vetted or tested to really be funny and maybe they'll get a laugh because it'll be like, oh my god, that's so shocking. But it's not actually funny and then one of the things they do is race and a lot of times they're you know i think with the new explosion of like certain comedy central type comedians that Mm -hmm. are getting there getting on tv you know there's daniel taj jeff ross uh anthony jeselnik um there's a certain level of like it's just the white man kind of punching down quote unquote. Now I don't have a problem with punching down. I think if it's funny, it's funny, but there's a lot of guys trying to imitate that. They're not very good. And it's just like them picking on minorities for an hour or just them picking on women or just them. And it's not really shaped well. And it's just, it's only that there, there's no other part of the punchline. And I can understand someone being like, this isn't good. I want to leave. And, Yeah, the comedy club owner should just let that woman leave, you know, Mm -hmm. like if every because it could be that everyone there is enjoying it except your friend. You know, it could be that, you know, with the absence of like color and gender in the room, it's just a bunch of white guys making bad jokes and laughing at it. Mm hmm. If that's their crowd, that's their crowd. that's how they make their money, that's how they make their money, but you don't have to be there to participate in it. No, you don't. So, uh, yeah, that, that's fucked up, man. Um, and I would have, I would have just left, um, you know, probably would have talked about it on a podcast or something, but I, you know, I wouldn't have written anybody or like Yelp reviewed. I, I wouldn't give a fuck. Like it just, okay. All right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, as long as you don't put your hands on me, I'm still leaving. We good. They're right. It's just a bad interaction, but. Uh, what about you, Karen? What do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, and, and and I guess just from being a woman, you're thinking, well, what do you mean? That's why I said that sounds like a threat, because you know, and I guess a woman always being on guard, always, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's one of the dynamics where a male is talking to you, and you're going, well, what the fuck you mean by that statement? Um, it's just one of those things for me. Yeah, I got the right to leave. I don't have to be there. I don't have to participate. And for me, if I love an establishment, I will tell anybody and they mama. But if a situation like that and I'm with a group of people and then they say, "Let's go there," I'm like, "No, fuck you. I'm not going." And here's why.
1: Yeah, I would have laughed, and nah, I wouldn't have gave a fuck what he said. Nope, and not returned. Yep. Um, feedback for episode 743 from Germany, not Wolfgang. What up, guys? First off, I just I have to say you guys have been killing it recently. Keep up the great work. I wanted to write you about the Rocky musical. I live in Hamburg, and here the Rocky musical is loved. Hmm. Again, proving that Germans have horrible taste. <laughs> it's been playing since November two thousand twelve. Wow, it's incredibly successful, and it's advertised on buses, websites, and train stations, et cetera. Maybe the Tupac uh, opera can go, a uh, musical can go over there too. And make a killing yeah maybe that's what they fucked up. It's yeah, like
2: yeah they they need to take it outside of the United States,
1: yeah that was what they fucked up um uh so yeah, tickets I sold as packages with hotel stays and other deals
2: oh shit so you you could do like a a uh, a combo with mm-hmm. a flight and plane and hotel and, and car rental all included with the price <laughs> of a ticket
1: yep uh, the trailer in Germany is pretty epic uh and there's uh had a trailer he linked us to. I'm not going to click on it, though. By the way, I'm the dude that was trying to run the trap on the women over here. Yeah, I remember that email. He was talking about, because I said, you know, women can trap a man, and men are jealous of it, and we wish that we could trap women, but it's kind of borderline impossible because <laughs> we can't get pregnant, you know. So, right. But that's one of the reasons that dudes had that misplaced anger is that it's really jealousy because if we could go dig y'all, we definitely would and i don't talk about i'm not talking about a nigga just playing video games in your house all day i mean Mm -hmm. like uh uh-uh if i could go dig you and get half your shit i would do it Mm -hmm. but i don't have the option so i get to pretend that i'm above it but i'm not above it i just don't have a chance Ah. i emailed you guys about that uh ages ago about that and long story short i got me one son (laughs) that's a story for a different time smiley face take care and all the best James. Damn, James, you got to write back and let us know how you did that, man. Right. Uh, All Rod loves Karen from Christine. Hi, guys. You two really warm my heart. It's a shame that people still try to come for Karen. How could they? She calls everybody sweetie for Pete's sake. I do. One of the reasons I love this show is because you guys are real and you really, really love each other. Y'all, that's right. I'm from the South, too. Support each other in a way that a lot of us have never seen. I swear Rod does a I love Karen moment in every show. I think I might start saving the minute marks and do a write-in vote for the Tippies. (laughs) Best I love Karen moment. (laughs) Oh, and James wrote back in and sent us pictures of the Rocky uh, Germany uh, thing. So, yeah, I'm not, I mean, it's it's physical. It's not really, and I can't share Google pictures to the chat, but just trust me, that picture's not so, not so new listener, but first time emailer. Hey, Rodney Karen. I'm writing to express all of my love. I've been <laughs> Not all of it. Not half. Not some. Not a little bit, but all of it. <laughs> I've been listening for a little over a year and have not missed a single episode. That's not entirely true as I'm not premium yet, but I'm fitting to go premium soon. I love the stories, the games, the guests, and the obvious love you have for one another. You are both so funny and so smart. I truly value and appreciate the amazing product you put out. I have a couple of thoughts I want to hear. I promise I won't go Wolfgang on you guys. Well, I can read the rest of the email and see that you didn't. One, Karen's voice is music. Sad Coco is sad. Oh. And if I prayed, I would pray that she finds love in her heart and in her holes. Right. All of them, honey. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. That's the other thing, man. Like, I would love to, like be the kind of person that just like hates something like fuck this bitch I hate her I hope she never die but honestly I, man I my, hope she can find the ability to love herself Right, I don't wish no ill yeah, will upon like, her she was reaching out to 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 try to slash slam at us but it 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 wasn't necessary really mm-hmm. for one and then two you know um like I could, you could just see through it because she was trying to explain away certain things. Like, no, I'm trying to help y'all show become more uh, appealing to everybody. It's like, well, we already are. We're already more successful than the shows that, you you know, the the shows that you're talking about are great. Our shows that we're doing way better than. So maybe be trying to fit in and conform to someone else's standard of appreciation for you. Is not the answer. Maybe being yourself was the answer all along, you know, but yeah, it's, it's just sad, you know?
2: And the thing about it, especially me also being a black female and I have the type of personality where I will talk to you. And it's one of the things that a lot of the things and the struggles that she was talking about, not all of them, I felt it before. So, you know, if you would have been willing to have a conversation, we literally could have talked, but you wouldn't really have a conversation. It's like just fuck you bitch. And I was like, Okay.
1: Mhm. Um, number two, I was always tickled by the name of the official sport of the show, but that Bullet Bar Origin story was amazing. Then y'all hit me with the song, Oh my God. <laughs> I think a lot of people love the song. Yeah, I think people are surprised that I know all them words. Oh, that's my jam. There's a new sports game, can't you see? Yes. <laughs> uh number two A. Hey, all hell, Mark Griffin. Believe in yourself and follow your dreams. Pawn your wife's ring. Ex-wife. And don't <laughs> let anyone tell you that you can't or something. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the motto. Anyway, thanks to you two for existing. Every time I listen, I learn a little bit and I laugh a lot with love and hugs and a foundation, and a fountain of hot mustard sauce. That's right, Rolanda. We back. Yep. Hot mustard sauce back in the
2: house. We in the
1: building. McDonald's heard our complaints.
2: I got nuggets that day. Oh, yeah. I got something the other day too. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go
1: get me a 10 piece. Jen writes in bullet ball extreme. Hey y'all in my best country accent. I mean, I guess, hey, y'all, in my best country accent, just wanted to let you know I enjoy your show. Your show is one of the only reasons I look forward to going to work, LOL. Hey, man, I've been there. Be like, I hate this job, but I just love Five Stars so much. Right. I got too excited when I listened the other day and Rod played the bullet ball clip. Everybody loves that. I'm fairly new to listening. I had no idea what it was. Now I can't get that damn bullet ball song out of my head. With that being said, don't judge me. Uh, don't judge my life by this picture I'm sending. I got bored at work today and decided to do a logo. Keep wrote the good work. And again, love your show. She, she really did, um, make a logo for bullet ball. Um, <laughs> I, I might make this the artwork for the show, but it's, it's, it says bullet ball extreme, a gender and age neutral sport for the 21st century. And the bottom of it says my point.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: At my point. That's what lost him the whole thing. <laughs> he was doing good to my point. That, that white man was humiliated. He was like, no, I will not settle for this. Erica Rice in, I love TBGWT. Greetings to the great to the dynamic wait. Greeting to the dynamic duo of Rod and Karen. As usual, you provide another week of superior shows. We well, we try. I just <laughs> wanted to address a comment Rod made that I did not agree with. He said y'all were not famous and y'all were just regular people. Who he is. You guys are famous to me and far from regular. <laughs> well, hey, who am I to argue? Right. I was on TV after all. I Sometimes I forget that, you know, our government names are on iTunes. Right. Sometimes I forget, you know. Right, so I mess around and Google you. The fact you found and cultivated your passion into a profitable business is admirable. Karen is phenomenal. And her accent is the shit. It is one of the things I enjoy most. Karen is the... Me- is the- Rod is the man in my eyes because he is a reasonable guy, loves his wife, and will serve your ass up if you disrespect. You don't know how excited I was when he replied to my Facebook message and carried on a conversation with me or when Karen replied to my post. I just wanted to wrap this up by saying you guys are nothing short of amazing and far from regular. Sincerely, Erica. P.S. As for dumb cocoa, she can catch fire, and it's fire emoji. So, there you go. Catch that fire, girl. <laughs> Flameball hey ugrr hey Rodrin. this from miss christible oh i have feels and lots of words but they are all discombobulated right now so in summary the immigrant kids pulling a harriet tubman los harioto tubo hombres (laughs) (laughs) kind of feels like emotional manipulation like your really poor cousins on the other side of, of other side of state, gives their his, their kid money to travel by themselves and eat at your house every day. You try to tell them your partner, Congress is insane and it's not real practical to spend money to send your kids here to eat. I can't see kids go hungry and can't turn away a child, but resources uh, tight and my partner is nuts. So and some of my kids are in dangerous places and not eating. But your parents insist on sending spending money to send you here. Wouldn't it be best to use that money to uplift the whole family or at least send your child, send that child you sent me to a decent boarding school a little bit closer? But I can't see kids in need and they came a long way by themselves. Some come on and eat. So come on in and eat babies. See what I mean? Emotional manipulation. But anywho, if I were in Chicago, I'd march to Canada like I live in a violent area. I was like, "Where is this going?" Get you a passport, baby. Yeah, the whole time I read the first paragraph, I was like, "Where the fuck is this going?" And then we get to part two, which is, "Uh, them niggas, them angry niggas in Chicago need to march up to Canada." Right. I live in a violent area. My country doesn't care about me. Can we stay here? Matter of fact, if the people in Chicago really want to show up, Obama, my sweet baby O, then they might they need to march to Canada and embarrass him. Go to the old underground, Ah! go to the old underground railroad stop in Nova Scotia and then see Clove and Shirley and them down in Toronto. You know, like do a whole underground railroad, UGRR 2014, the new UGRR. Let me know what you think so I can start up the change.org petition. Hugs and kisses, Miss Crucible. Well, I feel like if you start the change.org petition, it's going to look a lot more like you trying to send them niggas out of the country. Ah. than them wanting to go right so you need to convince them to go on youtube on, yeah on the on the court yeah josh writes in last email Wanga writes in how's it going ron and karen saw that rubbish that happened on twitter the other day and it pissed me off it annoys me that people shit on others for no reason then then try to act like they did nothing wrong instead of just admitting they fucked up yeah mm-hmm. that is the thing that's the thing that drives me the craziest like today, I or yesterday, I tweeted out joke because Captain America's black, and I've been having fun with it. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Black Captain America gonna be ten to fifteen late minutes late to all the to all the uh fights." Yeah. Yeah. and then I was like, "Quote the cab wouldn't pick me." Uh, it took me a while to catch a cab. Mm-hmm. So this dude from ESPN retweeted it, and then this morning some dudes like, "Yeah, way to go, guys! You black stereotypes to bring a brother down." And I said, what? "What? What?" The fu- where did you get that from then he's like y'all using black stereotypes and i said no the joke is right. taxis are racist well documented takes us long to catch them so we might be late and that's what would happen because he's black now he's not a white man can't just go taxi and hop on in and yeah, it don't work like that yeah so then the person rather than going my bad i didn't understand the joke just was like, well, the beginning of the joke said... I was like, what are you talking about? There's a whole joke. It was one tweet.
2: Yes, get your jokeless ass away from here. If I got to explain it, it's not a goddamn joke.
1: That is the new thing. Just nobody can say my bad. Nobody can say my bad, no one. Mm-hmm. I followed a person on Twitter the other day because she said my bad. Right, it makes a
2: difference.
1: Like, I don't know follow people on Twitter anymore. I was like, I don't need the problems. Then we break up. It's too emotional for me. I get attached So I prefer to stay away from following people back because sometimes they just decide they don't like you anymore. And to me, if I follow you on Twitter, that's a fucking commitment. (laughs) I take it serious. (laughs) Me too. So um, when, yeah. So yeah, she told me like my bad. I I didn't see the whole context of what you were saying. And I said, you know what, man, because of how well this went, I think we should, I'm going to follow you. We should follow each other. And we do. I don't get why people feel the need to say mean and rude shit to people. Then say, "I describe myself as an asshole." You're not an asshole. You're just a cunt of a person, the type of cunt that no cunt wants around. Well, I do think that uh, sometimes people rebel. I used to be that kind of person, I'm like, "Well, I'm an asshole. and I rebel in that." But um I realized that I'm not really an asshole because I no, you're not. Once I met real assholes, like the more you're on right. the internet, the more you're like, "Ooh, I thought I was." I'm just a regular person that ha- has a messed up thought every once in a while. That person's an asshole.
2: Yeah, we're we're not the same. I do have compassion. I do have understanding, empathy, and sympathy, and all this stuff. Yeah,
1: Karen, your mar- your camera went down for some reason. I'm
2: coming back. Okay.
1: Um, I live in Australia, and I never had a problem understanding anything because of your accents, right? We're listening. Top one hundred, <laughs> top top one hundred in the world, Craig. In the world, not America, not your mama's house, not in the South, in the fucking world. People hear us and understand what we're talking about. That chick was just stupid and mean and petty and lonely and bitter Right. and a bunch of other adjectives. Anyway, <laughs> um... Uh, I've been listening to you for just over a year now, and I enjoy listening to both of you as well as your regular guests, Justin, Chris, and others. I enjoy hearing your takes on different things and listening to your show. It feels similar to the way my mates and I talking sh- about shit and joke around, which is why I put up the cash for 12 months of your premium shows at the start of the year. Thanks for putting in the time to produce fun, quality podcasts, Wonga. Thank you. Wonga. Thank
2: you sweetie. for supporting
1: us. Uh, Xbox one for life. I'm, I'm now, I'm now dissing the PS4, by the way, guys, I'm, I decide I can't win the console war, so I'm just joining in. I try not to fight, but uh every time I say anything nice about my Xbox One, I have to have a fight. Um, So I'm now shitting on the PS4. Uh, it's, oh, Lord. It's for broke people, so step your broke ass up, guys, all right? Your broke ass playing with your PS4s because you can't afford the extra hundred like a trio last ballin'-ass nigga like myself. Oh. Too bad. But, uh yeah, well thanks for writing in. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. I'm not sure the guests will be yet. Got to send out some more emails. But, uh, yeah, this is fun. Thanks for all the lovely support and the mm-hmm. feedback. Longer show than normal, but that's because you guys had a lot to say. Uh, 2 p.m., we'll be doing a review of Planet of Apes, uh, Dawn of the Planet of Apes and with Chris Lambert. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'll send out a spreecast invite to all the premium people uh at that time so yeah cuz
2: people want to hear what we got to say about that one yeah
1: people been talking about it all week so we'll see you guys at 2 um until then i love you i
2: love you too baby Mwah.